welcome to the Your Message Received podcast. And now, taking your message to the finish line, your host, John Duffin. Hey folks, welcome, welcome. This is John Duffin here from Duffin Media and welcome back to another episode of Your Message Received. Your Message Received is the home for all things helping you find your best, truest, most authentic business voice. Get what you want, find what you need, drive results, increase sales, improve relationships. Sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Well, we're going to help get you there. And I want you to keep listening, sharing, liking, subscribing, because you are finding us as you are today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a whole bunch of other places. And look, the whole focus, the whole tone, again, is helping people find their best, truest, authentic business voice. And my job is to find people who actually do that. I want to learn, too. Selfishly, I want to learn, too. That's that's the beauty of getting to talk to great A-listers and all-stars, as we will say. So I get a chance to introduce an all-star. <laughs> <laughs> from just outside of Chicago, Illinois, Michael Plishka from Zen Storming. Welcome to the show, man. Oh, man, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. It is absolutely my pleasure. So I think about the fact, so Michael and I have known each other now for, I'm going to guess a little bit, 15 months, maybe 18 months-ish. That's probably right, yeah. 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 So <clears throat> we are part of an elite group of all-stars. Um led by a high-performance coach, Dave Scatcherd. And there's been a ton of benefits of being an all-star, and one of them is getting to meet Michael. What got you to join the all-star group? Oh, that's uh, it, was, it was really kind of weird. It's, uh, I, I got there, I, I found Dave actually through a uh, business meeting that I was attending that wasn't even um, where I actually missed his talk. I didn't even hear him speak. <laughs> And, uh, but, uh, but I was following up afterwards and going through the bios and I saw his, <clears throat> his biography and I was like, oh, ex NHL guy. And I, you know, I play hockey, I'm in the hockey right. and all this stuff. And so I figure what the heck, so I look more into it and lo and behold, he had just, um, he had his first, uh, challenge, on, that he was presenting or he, which at the time was called the get your shit together challenge. Yep. And so I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Typically, as I'm always doing, is kind of looking for ways of, of optimizing my whole approach to business and what I'm doing. And I saw that, that he was doing this. And I'm like, well, this is kind of pretty cool. Maybe I should just take this free challenge. What the heck? So I joined up. It was great. It was an awesome experience. Got to meet all these people. Um, everybody was just, just a great team atmosphere. Everybody's pulling in the same direction, wanting to do stuff together. So finally, it was, you know, the opportunity came at the at the end to basically he's Dave was like, I'm going to start this this mastermind group, basically, and pull together, um, you know, and if you want to join, by all means, you know, here's the requirements and what it'll cost, whatever, and, and go for it. So the deal was like too good to turn down and it was all beautiful. So, yeah, I just decided to jump in and that's how I uh, got into All Stars. I love it. One of the advantages that we have had. So it's interesting how relationships can unfold. So with Michael and I, so we start with a very personal dynamic as it relates to the all-star group, the all-star, the mastermind group, so to speak. So you're in essence doing something that a lot of relationships don't, which is leading with very personal things, very personal emotions and sharing those emotions. And then you find, or at least for me, as I'm drawn to people, then I start to see and appreciate or want to explore more of the other things. And hey, Michael, I hope this doesn't embarrass you. So here's one of the things that I think about. So my brother-in-law who passed away several years ago was known as God love Michael. And he but what I remember the most is we always called Michael a renaissance man because it was as if he could be in any conversation about any topic and not just be able to be in the conversation, but lead, contribute, and, and have experiences. So, look, 
we could talk about Zen Storing, the innovation design consultancy, or better yet, I like I, I like the mantra where science meets muse. And I like all of that, but look, how I know Michael, the stuff that we'll touch on is through the mu your music, your athletics, you already touched on the hockey part, um, the business, the creativity, the photography, the art, the mindset, the ability to communicate. That's a lot to carry around all the time. <laughs> um, <clears throat> how do you see yourself? Oh, thank you. Um, for the, thanks for the real kind words. Um, it, it's funny you say that. I mean, I, I actually see myself as kind of a, a little bit of, of, of all of the above and more. Okay. And actually, that, that kind of segues back into the whole thing with, with, with Dave, because part right. of the, the issue is like, from a business standpoint, you know, you talk, well, you're talking about finding your own voice and it, it's an issue of, you know, how do I bring all these different aspects together? You know, as when you're growing up and when you're doing things and then even after you're grown up, quote unquote, yep. a lot of times, you know, you're, you're, you're finding yourself in a situation where you put yourself in silos for better or for worse. Mm. And sometimes mm -hmm. those silos never talk to each other. And I felt that really acutely, you know, because I would be doing things, you know, where I'd be, you know, leading the choir at church and mm -hmm. at the same time being on the hockey team here and I'd be doing this stuff and I'd be playing in a band on, mm -hmm. on the weekends. Yep. And so you had all these different things coming together and like, it didn't seem like there was always that communication between them. And so I felt in some ways I almost fragmented and, um, so one of the things that I was looking at and that I've always wanted to do more of is kind of how can I bring that together more and how can I be present with all I am in my offerings, not just doing the engineering thing or not just doing design or not just doing right. photography or music. It's like, how do I do all that and like just be me <laughs> and be the best me I can be and bring all of that because that's actually where the value lies. I mean, is, is, in, is in being that that unique mixture of all these different things that can bring, that's where the power comes from. And so I've always just viewed myself. I mean, you said Renaissance man, I got a, yeah. a cousin of mine that, you know, she actually calls me that too. Actually, she calls me an enigma. Oh, nice. She calls me an enigma actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, but I've always like considered myself kind of that type of person of like just embracing everything and being there's a lot of work in, you know, there's a lot of talk about people saying like, um, uh, you know, that the jack of all trades, master of none type of thing. And that was right. always held as like a negative, you know, you're supposed to specialize and then get good in one thing. And that's how you're going to make your millions. But realistically, that's not always the case. And actually research bears this out too, that people who have a bunch of interests and are always looking and, you know, and they're able to draw them from that creativity and those multiple types of fonts of knowledge and energy to help them move forward. That's where the, the, the power is. And there's a lot of, you know, you look at, I mean, and, and not that I'm equating myself to like an Einstein or something, but like you look at these guys that like Einstein, other arts types of artists or entrepreneurs, a lot of them, they're not just mathematicians, they're, mu they're musicians, they're other things as well. And they have these other interests. And to me, I've always considered that it's really important that we embrace all those aspects of ourselves and kind of be willing to tug a little bit on the, 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 the strings of what interests me and then follow it and get good at it. And you don't have to get like super stellar, amazing at it. Like you're going to be, you know, a professional at that per se, like, you know, professional, like professional hockey player. But you'll get good enough that you can dance the dance and, and, and you can handle it, you know. And I think that when you get into that level of getting into the groove and kind of just exploring and embracing the world and living life ultimately is what it is. Um, I think that's where that's where the, the power is. That's where the energy is. That's where the unique gift mm -hmm. of me comes through. And um and so that's that's kind of a summary, I think of I think I answered your question in that mess. If I if I I'm no, correct. you definitely did. It's funny because I was thinking because on your webpage, um, you earlier this year 
put an art uh, put an article and put a blog up in in addition to a photo of Albert Einstein. So when we have the link, I encourage people to go to this article. You're specifically celebrating Albert Einstein's birthday, as you were saying, mm -hmm. and and you've got him on with what looks like fuzzy slippers on a porch stoop. Uh, oh, I grew up in Northeast Philadelphia, so stoop. Um, for <laughs> wondering what that technical term is, is sitting on your front steps um, is a very and there he is, as he says, literally describing in your article in your blog. Um, I have no special talent. I am only passionately curious. Would you, you describe yourself that way? Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. I'm passionately curious. I think is um, uh, <laughs> probably drives some people nuts, <laughs> but uh, yeah, most definitely. I'm always, always got my eyes open, always looking and um, and trying to understand. You know, I was um, as a kid, um, I always was taking things apart, um, mm -hmm. uh, like like electronics, you name it, man. I was ripping stuff apart to see how it worked, what was going on, what were the guts like. Um, and actually, <laughs> I mean, a lot of the work I do is in, is in biomedical uh, engineering as well. So um, yeah, so even in, in, the, in the biological realm, it was the same thing. It was that curiosity of what's going on inside. Um, but that, that curiosity or that just, the, yeah, mm -hmm. digging in and, and seeing mm -hmm. what's going on here. I, I wasn't the greatest, I'll admit, I wasn't the greatest at putting stuff back together again. Okay, that could be a problem. But <laughs> but I made sure that if stuff, it was stuff that I took apart far, that, that far that couldn't be put it back together again, that it was not essential to anybody's daily routine. So basically- So in the biomedical part, field, what were you taking apart that didn't need to be put back together? Um, <laughs> I'm assuming whatever it was was already dead. <laughs> Most of the time, yeah, it was exactly it. <laughs> I didn't mean to throw in some poor Dexter redo um, reference, <laughs> but I love right. So you were saying it could drive some; it drove some people nuts. Why do you think that was? That that bothers people. Well, I think or bothered. That, Sorry, it, bothered. No, I think that that one of the the the, the reasons is is because I think a lot of times and and is that like. Let me, let me step back. Let me, let me figure out how to say this here. Because like for me, again, it's like I would perpetually like go on detours, you know, like go along and just 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 right? follow whatever and and, and, and keep going, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I realize sometimes you need to get things done. So I get things done. Mm -hmm. But um, there's that, that tendency to want to go on detours. And I think what happens is um, and this isn't a negative trait, mm -hmm. excuse me, by any means. And actually, you know, people of all types are needed to, to get across the finish line if you get a project or something like yeah. that, you know. But some people are much more, um, they like getting, they, they get their, their, they get into flow, they get their focus, they get, you know, their energy from being totally diving in on one thing and like taking it over the finish line and that's it. And I think what happens is that when, um, people like that are more with people like me, right. that what happens is they've got this, this destination in place mm -hmm. and I'm like alongside and I'm like that puppy dog on the leash that like always has your arm and is like pulling you along and you're trying to go to the right and the dog wants to go to the left because that was where I last smelled the squirrel. <laughs> and it's like, <clears throat> and I think that that just, it's, it's people are like, they're like, I need to get something done. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can be a distraction if you're following curiosity. But it's, uh, again, it's not negative. I mean, there are times myself, even I've gone, um, you know, I've run projects where I, I've had to been, you know, hyper focused to get things done. I had with, right. you, know, you know, within specified timeframes. I mean, I remember once it was, a, there was a project that, that, you know, I committed, I said, we can get this thing out in nine mm -hmm. months. And when I was in the corporate world and it was unheard of, like there was nothing ever launched in less than a year and a half. And usually it was closer to two years. And, um, and I said, with the right team, we're going to do this. And I remember once there was a, a colleague that used to come by my, my cube and sit down and right. would be talking about uh, negative, but basically just like, you're stupid. How can you, how can you make that commitment? You're never going to do it. You know how hard it is to do all this stuff. And, um, and it wasn't really curiosity, it was more <clears throat> negative vibes. Um, <laughs> and, but I remember saying at the time, I was, I was like, 
if all you're going to do is come into my cube and like distract me with negative stuff, don't even come in anymore. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, I need to stay focused and I need to create a positive mindset here that we can accomplish this because we can, and we don't need the negative waves going. And so, uh, and so, yeah, so it was like, when you need the focus, you need the focus, but I found more and more in my life that there's less and less need to be hyper focused all the time. <laughs> and there's much more time to just explore this. It's not going to kill anybody to take 15 seconds out and look at like examine something or mm -hmm. follow up on something or on that little gnawing thing when I see something lying on the road or, or in the sky or in a tree or wherever it is or, or you know on my walks to just say what is that what's causing that and and ask that question because again I, I feel as as somebody that that whose business is all about innovation creativity mm -hmm. helping people come mm -hmm. up with ideas and, and move forward um that's like the lifeblood is curiosity and wonder and being in awe of, of living and life and everything around us. And then bringing that to, to my clients, bringing that to my work, bringing that to my product development, product designs. And that's where the power is. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, I really took the long route there on answering. No, but that's a, but guess what? You got there. And to me, I'm so glad you headed there, Michael, because that was really ultimately not just your kindness, your intelligent intelligence, but what really drew me to you, what got me to pay attention, really pay attention was the ability that you have this unique ability to be able to communicate by hyper focusing. And so you're taking you use the puppy dog example and being led along. And then you are able to literally lock in. And folks, um, on a couple of social media links that you will see here, I beg you to follow Michael and Zen Storming because you will be able to see far better the beauty of focus as it relates to either visuals and photography or the spoken word. Um, it, 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 it's spectacular. And Michael, that's where... like. You were in Philadelphia recently working on a business project, and that required a ton of focus. You and I then take a walk through some woods. And look, this city boy uh, doesn't get into the woods often enough. But you taught me there that day, literally looking at details in trees, um, the multiple sides of a bonsai tree, Burries. It's like that ability to be able to pay attention. Michael, from a communication standpoint, that's what really drew me. Not just because I loved it and it felt great and it was great to be a part of it, but it was just reminding me of how difficult it can be to communicate anything, let alone that sort of detailed photography, when you can't focus and you can clearly do so. Um, Thank you. how did you get to be able to do that? It's, it's, it's a, it's a really good question. Um, <clears throat> and I think I'm, it's, it's obviously, I think it's a lifelong, uh, endeavor in some ways. Right. Um, but I think that, that, uh, a lot of it is, 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 um, I think it, it's, it's part biology, like I said, part of it is, is like I said, that, yep. that curiosity that's been there. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but there's also, I think that um, this whole concept, like one of the things about, you know, obviously is, is when I'm dealing with, you know, with um, uh, innovation, creativity, things like that, mm -hmm. we're talking about um, a lot of this is actually um, the science of flow. It's brain science. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so um, one of the things that I think happens is there is that, um, desire or that um, that embracing of the flow state, like knowing when it's there and 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 allowing it to exist, right? Um, and getting into that flow state. Well, I think that when you when you're curious and you're following things and, and you're allowing yourself to be kind of um, imbued with the novel as you're living through life, um, you're that the flow states come naturally, and I think you're almost. Okay 
um, looking for. And flow states, by definition, have a certain amount of focus to them. You know, I mean, that's what makes mm -hmm. it flow because you lose mm -hmm. track of time. You lose track of, you're not judgment. You're not judging yourself anymore. You just are, you exist in the moment. You know, you're doing what you're doing and, and, and it's everything. It's, it's mm -hmm. the champion moment. Like as, you know, like as, as comes from the, the, the all-star, right? you know, yep. it's, it's that champion moment. And um, <clears throat> when you've had those great experiences, mm -hmm. And I think that there was just this growth that went um, mm. gradually, um, not just in the outside world, but in the inside world as well. Um, I went through a, a lot of phase, you know, a longer phase there for a while. Um, I mean, I was actually I was considering even being a monk for a while, mm. um, of, of just having more, you know, of, of that internal looking internally and you know spending that time in prayer and meditation and doing all these different things that were requiring the focus um you know and would 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 just and i think when you when you focus and and you force yourself to focus in those types of situations it's, it's like a habit it's some becomes yeah. something that you can turn on and off um, to some extent and um, it's like that, that the old study that was done, you know, about um, uh, what was that, that they, they, I can't remember exactly how it went, but basically it's about delayed gratification. Like, they, you know, somebody okay. did this thing with kids where like, if they held off and then they gave them money or something or candy. If they didn't grab something, then they would get a bigger reward at the end. Right. And a lot of times people just, they couldn't, you know, they couldn't resist. They would like, they take it right away. And that was it. But the ones that, that eventually did, um, they would get the better reward, but that aspect of delayed gratification has um, had impact in other areas of their life. It's, it's a habit. It's something that you teach yourself to do in, in, in the pursuit of a greater good. You, you say, okay, I'm not going to do this because I'm going to do this. And that turned into that whole thing of, you know, again, the, the, the meditation, um, fasting, things like that. Those are all yep things that are done to train your body and mind to look for the better good. You're not depriving yourself of something as much as you are preparing yourself for something better and striving for the better. And, and I think that um, it just grew through, 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 the, through my life, that whole quest of just trying to be better, um, of being open to myself, of being open to the, to, to the world, but at the same time, focusing and making a concerted effort to do those delayed gratification types of things, you know, and, and to, to teach myself to like, oh man, I, I you know, it's a, it's a, it's a candy ass example, but it's like, you know, man, oh. I love the chocolate bar now, but I'm not going to have the chocolate bar, you know, instead I'm going to do, and I'm going to do the salad or I'm not going to have anything at all. And I'm going to go and I'm going to run, I'm going to bike or something instead, mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, and it's, it's that type of thing. But once you've done it once and it's like, I can do that, you know? And it's like, yeah, man, I'm bad. I can do that. And you can just keep on doing it. And, and, and once you get that confidence in yourself, then it's a matter of, yeah, I could go out for a walk if I, if I am uh, really Jones to go out for a walk, but right. you know what? I need to get this done. So boom, I'm going to delay that. I'm going to put that off and I'm going to keep going forward. And so it's, it's, it's just been, it's been a development. And it's, like I said, it's, 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 it's not hundred percent there obviously yet. It's going to keep growing, but that's how I've kind of grown into that, into that mode, I think of, 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 of being able to do those, those, those times of, uh, of hyper-focus, so to speak. And um, there's something else just came to mind. And then, so I'll, I will jump in anyway. <laughs> Is, uh, the, uh, Another thing that really helped sometimes is when, and this is going to sound weird, and I know that we've got people in our all-star group, you know, that are, are talking a lot about wellness, mental wellness. Right. And, um, and that's something else, too, that I think that um, when you're going through mm -hmm. anxiety or other issues, right. you also train yourself to focus in certain ways. And it's, it's an interesting twist because like after my dad had passed and this is now, gosh, it was in his 86 or 87. So it's been quite a few years ago. Mm -hmm. um, when I had some issues with anxiety afterwards and I kept ending up like in, in, uh, you know, I was kept going to the emergency room thinking I was having a heart attack, all this thing. And they're like, they tested okay. like your heart's fine. And, and I think I told you this story once where, um, it was, and this is, again, this is going down the side path, but I'll bring it up anyway, because I think it's a, it's a fun story. And so um, I was doing a, um, 
I was, I was, I, one day I was, I was like really feeling anxious and I was having these chest tightness and stuff like that. Right. And I had this realization that the doctor had, had, you know, had said, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. And, and I was playing sports and stuff and I had no, yeah. other, you know, and so, and so he's like, you're fine. And it's like, but this is what it's from. Do you want, you know, meds or something? I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. So I, I told myself, actually, I'm like, I'm going to go for a run. And if it's my heart, I'm going to die. <laughs> and if it's not, I'm going to be, it's, I'm going to prove it to myself that I'm fine. And I ran and I was fine. Obviously here I am. <laughs> and here you so, are. So the thing is, that was interesting is that, um, and I told my doctor about that some years later, and he's like, don't do that again. Don't do that again. <laughs> Come to me first. And, uh, but it's, um, the thing is though, is, is, is it's a weird thing. Anxiety itself mm-hmm. is actually, is hyper-focus. It's, it's hyper-focus on yourself oh God. Right. and on your own systems, oh. on your own body, on your own feelings, mm-hmm. on your own everything. And that's all you're thinking about is you. Um, and, and you're thinking, what are people going to think of me? What if I drop here? What's going to happen? All this other stuff. So it's, 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 it's hyper-focused, but it's misplaced. And it's like, so part of the solution is how do you redirect it out? How do you make the hyper focus back to where it's supposed to be in the right things? One of the things that helped me a lot during this time was interestingly enough, and you mentioned this this year, but the whole thing about photography. Right. And what's interesting about photography is that, and this is more so like now, it's, like with, it's harder with the phone because you don't obviously don't have an eyepiece. But when you take pictures, especially with old school cameras, it's like you actually are looking through an eyepiece. So you are hyper-focused at something else by definition. And I noticed myself that a lot of times when I was anxious, just the act of looking through a camera viewfinder would like, before I wouldn't even notice that the feeling had gone, but it was gone. It was like there was mm. no longer anxiety. There was no longer anxiousness because I was looking at the world through something and I was taking things in and I was trying to, to frame things and create things. And so there was this whole experience of, of, of um, retraining myself to, to go from hyper inner focus to hyper outer focus. And, and it was just another way, again, of, of I think that was a, a big chapter of also of my life of, of learning in a more effective way how to 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 have hyper focus at the right times and it not be something detrimental because it, it, it becomes this focus on myself as opposed to somebody else or something else. No, I honest to God. So you said something, I want to get it right again, because again, not just for me, but for everybody, anybody listening, you said in terms of the hyper focus, taking it away from inward and moving it outward. Um, I got it right, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Okay, why I, I to me that's so powerful. Not to mention as the way you're defining that sense of um, scattered or anxious. I go through that a lot. And Michael, as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I notice I go through it more. And so mm-hmm. it, it's one of the things. But you're reminding me often the anxiety trail for me is foregone conclusions that I've created. And as you just said that, it actually made me a little bit sad and embarrassed. They all have me as the star. So, <laughs> right, of all of these horrific horror movies, right? Uh, so what I'm realizing is, as you're saying it, by the way, I, it, it, folks, if you want to hear a little bit more about that, Michael, I noticed something that you had wrote, that you had written, pardon me, um, the blogger on the website and you were talking about and literally or maybe it's the no it was a social post it was this and literally it was titled do you want to decompress pay attention to what you're looking and yep. it's just so reminding me of what you're saying and so one of the things that fascinates me and you just helped me and for everyone else i could sum this up which is it's not just like when you're at your best really anybody could speak well when you're at your best for the most part, you can. Yep. You know, yep. you're you're probably at your most generous. You're probably at your most focused, whatever. But it's when you're not, when anxiety is creeping in, and whether it's surface anxiety or real anxiety, mm. you drop a line. Literally, like I said again, it, it's 
that, that sense of being able to focus. I'm just quoting what you wrote. Um, looking and exploring with your eyes, your mind will naturally quiet. The chatter will disappear because you were engaged with your surroundings. And to me, that when you were speaking is so critical. Not just when you're speaking, but when you're living your life, for God's sake, because <laughs> all the wasted moments that I have gone through just being worried or afraid. Mm. And the fact that you just portrayed that as actually a little bit selfish, that's kind of good news for me. So that's to me <laughs> where it's, it is, because it's like, okay, that's that's not where I was. It wasn't my intention as they say, <laughs> but that's what was going on. So man, um, I, I, I go crazy over this stuff. I got it's, three it's, it's questions. Cool. I want to ask you three questions that I ask all of my guests right now. Yep. Um, and, and to me, it's, it, it's, I, I, I'm just curious, part of them you've already addressed, but like, I would love to know for you, who inspires you, particularly when you hear them speak or present? Oh, um, great question. Actually, you know what? Um, can I can I can I loop back real quick to something of course. you said before? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. Talk, uh, um, when you talked about the the the, the inward and the, the 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 whole thing about you know oh, focusing yeah. yourself and being selfish almost. The other thing that I wanted to that, that point out there because you brought it up yourself and and mm -hmm. I could see it like even in your visage like how you're, you're is the fact that inherently like. Mental health wise, I mean, right. we are all, we are all born like mentally sound, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I mean, unless there's some major like, like yeah. biological issue, but in general though, as humans. And so, and the amazing thing is, is that we get into this groove because we kind of allow ourselves to get into that, that hyper-focused, like looking at yourself groove, right? realistically, because that's what brains do. Mm -hmm. I mean, your brain is is thinking by design. That's what it's supposed to do is like yeah. thought, thought, mm -hmm. thought, thought. That's all it does. And then there's that part in your brain too that's saying, protect this idiot from, from getting into trouble, keep him alive. Oh, you that's know? the word, brother. Mel Robbins just brought that up in terms of a post. That that's the job of the brain is to protect you. Exactly. So you're getting all these scenarios and you're just found. And, and the thing is that the more you're creative you are and the more you embrace your creativity, mm -hmm. in some ways you've got the door wide open, man, to all the different scenarios of, oh my God, what's going to happen here? If I do this, it'll do this. Yep. If I do this, it'll do this. Yep. And you follow the rabbit hole, man. And you're along there hand in hand with Alice going down. And <laughs> you're like, it's, it's, but that's what brains do. So it's just a matter of if you can be gentle with yourself as well and just say, you know, and gentle with myself and say, that's what brains do, man. It's like, it comes, it goes it's no biggie, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's, it, it, it can be um, literally make you feel like you're going to die. But at the end of the day, it's just like, but springs do, and, and, and it is no biggie that the brain is doing that. So just let your brain be your brain and you do your thing and you go together and things lighten up and, and eventually those thoughts go on their own because they will, all thoughts come to an end. You know, it's like they always, things always so, I, 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 like you're putting, you send it chills through me with that because you remind me that those are fixable or addressable mm -hmm. um, things. Yeah. My, like I said, for myself, like if I'm in an anxious state, I there's specific things I will do to get out of the anxious state. But you just said something as a reminder for myself, which is it's like all thoughts come to an end. And I think part of the anxious state that, that that is the biggest or the most crippling for me is that it's not. It's just going to keep going forever. Yeah, exactly. And it's that great reminder that you just said, no, they don't. They just exactly. don't. So, yep. God almighty. Brother. Um, anyway, so back no, 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 to back But to I the... want to stay there. I love that. That's because of the fact that mental health conversations have become much more prevalent in athletics and in world and, and mm -hmm. family and stuff. And so anytime it comes up, I want to now continue the conversation. Uh, I would be years ago afraid to tell you that because you would judge me a certain way. Mm. Um, or somebody would say that about themselves and I would judge you a certain way. 
And yeah. and I'm so grateful that that's just not nearly as prevalent now and that you have these very open conversations and I don't need to compete and me too and blah, blah, blah. but I'm just going to say it's such a relief because even when you were in an anxious state, you still are expected to go live your life. Right. You know, and whether it's delivering a presentation or just being around your family and making them feel loved or anything in the middle are two wildly different things. So I'm glad you looped back, man. I really appreciate yeah. it. No, no, my pleasure. So back to inspiration question. Who inspires oh my me? God, at least you remembered. I'm like, <laughs> okay, where were we? <laughs> Thank you. Oh You're my welcome. God, thank you. All right. Anytime, oh God. Speaking of focus. Um... <laughs> so inspiration. Um, it's, it's like, it's funny because uh, I'm always, and again, this I think drives some people nuts. Um, it's, I'm like, it's like, whenever you ask me like, what's your favorite food you know, or what's your favorite this or what's right. your favorite, I always, because like, I'm always like embracing so much of everything all the time. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm like, oh my God, you know, yeah, this is my favorite desk cleaner, you know, for clean off COVID stuff right now. Right, you right. Know? <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, that's just the way I am, you know, but um, so inspiration wise though, there's so many people because every day I'm like listening and I'm being inspired uh, mm -hmm. by somebody, something, um, you know, there's so many different inspiring people in, in our group, you know, in the all-star group and every yeah. day. And there's people in, in the other groups, you know, from the original group, from the, from the get your stuff together challenge yep. and stuff that are also have done amazing things with their lives. And I think that in general, though, just what's really inspiring is our people that are striving mm. and people that don't necessarily have it all together mm -hmm. um, all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and they might have it all together, but but they're striving and there's that level of like, they want to grow. They want to learn more. They want to embrace the, mm -hmm. the, the, the new. I, I always think um, back to, to my dad um, when he was not too long before he passed, it was a couple of years before he passed mm -hmm. the company he was at, he was an electrical engineer, actually my dad. And um, he had like, I mean, and we're talking electrical engineering and we're talking like, you know, when, when crazy things were, you know, when there, there were still picture tubes in, 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 in TVs and stuff, you know? And, you're talking tubes, you're talking all this other stuff. And, and, and it was definitely old school. I mean, we used to have in our basement, we had this gorgeous, it was, it was a piece of furniture actually, but it was like about eight feet wide by about six feet high. And it was a bench top tabletop with a tube tester that you could actually plug tubes into and wow. a signal generator and all this other stuff that my dad had down there. It was actually, it was, it was beautiful, let alone like just cool from a, a techie. I felt like it was like a Frankenstein's lab down there or something. Oh. It was cool. Oh. And, um, but I remember once, so he's in all this analog stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and I remember that his business, the business he was working at, you know, where he was going was they were making a change. They were going to modify the equipment to make it um, so that they could do, it, it basically used to do, um, it would analyze actually movie film, like movie film that was um, for like libraries and that would find like splices and flaws in the movie film and analyze the soundtrack portion of the tape. It would do all that. And it was for, for catalogs all over the world for, for film catalogs and like true film. Mm -hmm. And so it would like analyze the films. It would run them through at high speed and actually look at them, look at the, look at every frame and look at everything. Anyway, it was all done in an analog fashion. Well, with the onset of videotapes, right. now all of a sudden you had a whole different technology and mm -hmm. you had different things going on and you had all this other newer technology. So they were going to make the shift over to uh lasers they're going to use lasers to do a lot of this scanning and all this different things for what they were doing and i remember distinctly my dad came home after they, they decided they were going to do this on this project and he went in and he came back from the library with like a stack that was like three feet high man and it was all books of stuff on lasers and all this other newer technology and newer, newer um, electronics uh, theories and then the newer technologies that would existed and how you translate that and, and do all this stuff. And he was like, and he was learning and he embraced it, man. And he was just like totally, you know, immersed himself in this newer tech. And, and that was so inspiring for me to see that, that here's someone, you know, that, that is willing to do this. And it just, you know, I've got a client right now that, that is, he's in his, he's in his mid to late seventies. He's a mm -hmm. surgeon and 
The guy is developing new medical device to improve how people do surgery still. And the guy is like in his, in his seventies and he talks about all this stuff and, and he's just like, boom, Hey, can we make this different? Can we make this different? Can we, you know, he's not just sitting back, like, you know, on a beach somewhere. Right. The guy is like, just, he wants to do more. He wants to be more. He wants to keep growing. And, and I think that people like that, that, that just keep on embracing, the, you know, that, that, that growth, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was, I forgot who it was. I think it was, um, I'm going to go a little, little almost pseudo theological on you here, spiritual on you is the, um, I want to say it was Ignatius, not, not of Loyola. It was a different Ignatius, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, but he said, um, oh no, 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 no. It was Irenaeus. I think that was it. It was was Irenaeus of Lyon. I think maybe Uh, it's, I I, I have to look up the citation or you can look it up if you want, but no, but he's Irenaeus of Lyon. Yeah, exactly. Okay, got it. As exactly. as opposed to Ignatius of Baltimore. Right? Yeah, exactly, right, right. exactly. I got gotcha. or, or John of Philadelphia. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> so it was uh, no. He said the the glory of God, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it in in non inclusive terms here because that's the way mm. he said it. But he said right. the glory of God is a man fully alive, mm. and it's just like and to me that's it. It's like because nothing more reflects like the divine energy and than a human being being human to the mm-hmm. nth degree and embracing that and growing with that curious and, like you and and thank you yeah it's like but that's it it's like that's that's what it means and that's how you best show the light of the divine even or of god whatever you want to call it but that light comes through when you are fully human and fully doing what what, what you embrace and what you love and who you are and those types of people are what inspire Oh, so, and I, and, and you happen to be one of them. Let me ask you this. Is there something, is there a message that you'd like to convey something you've dreamt about, um, that you want to do, or that you truly want to say that you haven't yet said, I don't mean here, um, that you haven't articulated out loud, something you dream about. If you have, would you be willing to say it out loud today? Oh man, that's a really good question. Um, hmm. That's uh, actually, you know, it's it's some. I've actually mentioned this a couple times, and it's um, but not in not to a lot of people. Um, is that whole, and I touched on this earlier. Is this whole concept of kind of um, embracing who you are fully, and like not being siloed in one area or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And to me, one of the things that, uh, like one of the best things that I think for me personally, that always like touches me the most Mm -hmm. is when people appreciate like all the facets of who I am Mm -hmm. and and continue to be and, um, and allow that to exist in in its fullness, you know, Um, it sounds like kind of weird in that way, but it's, it's, it's um again it's something because so often like only you know people of different friends they only know you from one aspect and that's fine i mean that's when they that's when they know you it's when they get to see you but if people can still see you in that other realm Mm -hmm. and it doesn't you're no longer excluded from where you were before because of your new your 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 their newfound knowledge about you right you can still exist in their circle to me, that's like, that's, that's awesome. And, and I mean, I try to provide that for other people, but personally for me being, you know, that's from a, that selfish standpoint, I really appreciate that when people can see that of me and, and mm. embrace that in me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if that was the type of thing you were looking for, for that question. doesn't matter. Really? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, it, it, it was more, right. It, there's no set answer other than to say that I love the fact that, that when somebody literally is 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 comfortable enough to expose themselves in that regard, something saying, hey, I like when people appreciate that about me, um, I think that's great. And so 
by the way, and duly noted. So last question. <laughs> oh, you've already done that, brother. <laughs> well, but, and you keep the door open. And that's what I always want to convey with everybody about everybody. It, it's, it's, it's so easy to shut people down. And that's a whole rabbit hole that you can jump into yeah. as well. But yep. it's just a matter. You, you just, you just keep the door open. Last question. What would you like to improve upon for you when you speak or communicate or articulate? What would you oh, like man. to um, you work on next in terms of improvement? Yeah. Uh, couple. Well, one of them is right there. It's, you hear probably if, if you can go through this podcast, you can make like a little, if we had the video version of it, you could have a little dinger in the right corner. It goes like ding, ding every time. Like <laughs> a um, um, or oh, or stutters or does something like that. That, that I have a great amount of respect for people that like talk without ever interjecting any types of, of filler sounds. Right. It's just like that, that for me, from a communication standpoint is always like, Oh my God, how'd you do that? You know, um, there it is. Ding. Um, so, so I said, like, go ahead. Were you going to say something? No, I, 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 I just go here. Keep going. And so, um, so, so that's, that's, that's one thing. The other thing um, that, I, I really would like to uh, do more of or from a, a, a communication is exactly what I've been doing in some ways, which right. is, and this is what you're all about in this podcast, which is awesome, which is finding your voice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's continuing to, to find my voice and, and kind of keep that going. And there's, there's going to be more, you know, like I said, you've been following my social media stuff too, but I'm, I'm going to be actually pointing out even more, like I'm going to be bringing a lot of that stuff in, like, um, you know, some more of my music stuff, some more of other things again, to, 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 to better flesh out and just kind of say, Hey man, this is all the stuff I got going on. Um, this is me, mm-hmm. you know, and if, if you want to work with me, great. If you don't, I get it that too, mm-hmm. but you know, this is me and this is the package you're getting and, mm. and you know, whether it's in the, from a creativity coaching standpoint or growing and just like product design and helping you, you know, launch a product or at least check the feasibility of a design of something and whether or not you want to, you know, try and make money and commercialize a product, all that stuff. But it's like, but this is who you're getting. And I just want to get better at, at uh, conveying that um, and, and, and doing it in a way that's, I guess, uh, a little more polished, but yet not necessarily, fake that's still me and it's still the process you know as, as who i am um i think that that that's that's the biggest thing and i think the other thing in there that i think is is uh, that little voice in the back of your head that again is the, the the lizard brain trying to protect me right is you know that passing judgment on myself type of thing um is to, to let go. Oh, well, this is a perfect time to say it. I was going to share this actually in the All-Stars and probably still will, but I'll share it here because, and this is interesting okay. because uh, my car's in the shop right now because I was having some issues with, with suspension. Mm-hmm. So, but before I took the car in, my little warning light on the dash came in said, there's something funky going on with my um, supplemental restraint system, AKA airbags, um, <laughs> that the airbag system for some reason isn't, isn't totally correct. Mm-hmm. Well, I go in, I take my car in, they give me a loaner. I get into my loaner, I'm driving, and all of a sudden I notice there's a light on on the dash and it's the airbag light. So I'm like thinking to myself, okay, what are the freaking odds that I go from one car, my car, that has an airbag light that is lit? I go into somebody else's car, which is a loaner car, and it's also got the airbag light lit. So it's obviously you. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what's the lesson here that I'm trying, that I need to learn? And I'm thinking, it's like, you keep looking, are you maybe looking for too much protection? Are you looking for extra security in something? And maybe you just need to be willing to trust your seatbelts, mm-hmm. trust that you're buckled in, trust your ability to not get into an accident. <laughs> and, um, or in this way, trust yourself to be who you are mm. and not have to, you don't need the cushion. You don't need the airbags to protect mm-hmm. you because your kick ass is who you are. And you're dealing with people who are kick-ass and Mm. they just want to learn and Mm. they're going to get better from experiencing you. You're going to become better from experiencing them and just let it fly, baby. Just be you and that's it. God almighty, let it fly, baby. That I really, nothing else needs to be put on top of that at all. And and yet I'll do it anyway, which is... (laughs) 
Because you're able to, man. Only no, you. No, I don't know that. But I was top, say, oh, there's too much to get. There's too much to summarize. But folks, you just heard it. It's a spectacular rendition of what you're capable of if you simply remain curious, allow yourself to take slight risks, allow yourself to not listen quite as intently to the lizard brand as you called it. Allow yourself to be able to understand that tasks require focus, but your mind not necessarily does. That you can appreciate a lot of different aspects of a painting, a portrait, a photograph, a piece of music, a, piece, a written document. And when you are presenting, the fact of the matter is you can carry this breadth of knowledge in because you just said it. Uh, you are often working with a kick-ass group of people and you've got these capabilities in you. So that sense of confidence that you can get when you present because lastly that I heard, that reminder that that anxiety that will often cripple the way that you speak and the okay. way that you sound is something that is programmed internally and becomes a bit selfish. And so if you're looking outward, focusing outward, that's when you can sound strong, confident, pure, great. Michael Plishka, oh my God gosh. almighty. I, we it was, just barely crashed the surface and this could have gone on for 15 hours. Oh, this Hopefully would have been a blast. Long, but I, I, I wanted to, it was well worth it to me. Oh, for me too. Right. I was gonna say. I was gonna say, man, real quick. Um, you know what it reminded me of is like you were talking about. Like we we're talking about putting something on top. When you were wrapping all that up there, you know what image right. came to mind for me? There was a restaurant. Um, they used to make this this creme brulee uh -huh. where where it was like at the bottom of the dish. Mm -hmm. There was underneath the creme brulee. There was actually like a thick layer of hard dark chocolate. So not only when you got through the creme brulee, you would like mm. crack this chocolate underneath, mm. and you could have that with the creme brulee. What you summarized right there, my friend, mm. you are like the chocolate at the bottom. Of the oh, creme brulee, brother! brother. <laughs> Just bring it, baby. Listen, <laughs> Michael Plishka, Zen storming is where you'll find him. Social media, you gotta pay attention. You gotta pay attention because it'll just simply make your life a little bit more full and complete. Oh, thank you, man. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for showing up and bearing some of your heart as well, too. And duly noted, I will keep any aspect you want to share. Uh, I look forward to hearing more about. Um, I, I Now, today, next week, 10 years from now, whenever. Thank awesome. you for all of this, All-Star. You mean thank the world you. to me. No, thank you very much, man. I really appreciate it. It's been a blast, and uh, this has thank been great, you. man. Love you, brother. I love you, too. Folks, you just heard another episode of Your Message Received. You will keep hearing us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a whole bunch of other places. Keep listening, liking, sharing, telling your friends, but mostly be good to yourself. Enjoy. I'm so glad you were here. This is John Duffin for Duffin Media. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, all. And now, making its way across the finish line, your message received has been a production of Duffin Media.